Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Wednesday here on the Political Panda program. So happy you could join me. I honestly am just getting shocked, but yes, my, my body is still in a state of shock, especially for these past few days from work. So there was no uh was no show yesterday, but do not a fear. We're back again. It's Wednesday, I know. And you it, it's it's crazy to think that we're uh, we're here and you know we got some great stuff today and truly <laughs> truly it's it's almost as if the world is just slowly but surely just evolving you know it's like we hit a peak somewhere along the line and and then you know now it's all about slowly but surely going down going down faster and faster and faster. Truly, I mean, I mean, you know, literally, the, what the last episode was literally called, you know, the world has a diversity problem, but it's not the kind you think. And, and if you didn't, you know, listen to that, I, I would really recommend going and listening to that because, but I, it literally, like, we have a, a diversity problem, but not in the diversity in which you think. So, I, it, it's crazy. And just to prove my point even more, here is the uh, White House press secretary just sh proving my problem even more. The country needs more workers, especially women, in order to deliver on the president's bold agenda. And we are committed to working with the private sector to ensure the chips, the success of Chips for America and to unlock the full potential, the full potential of our economy. So, yes, there's about half of that statement I agree with. It's a, it's, I'm, 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 I'm going to give them a half right here. Okay, the country needs more workers. Yes, especially... First off, what, what, why not, you know, just say we just need more workers in, in general? I, why, the, why the single out? It's like, hey, ladies, get out there and get work. It's like, what? No, let's let's put this correctly. You ready? The entire economy needs more workers in general to deliver on the president's bold agenda. Make sure that we as a nation can be the strongest economy again. It's as simple as that. Am I, I'm not going to fucking sit here and say that I don't think women should work. Like, oh, they should be no, it's fucking bullshit. Women want to work, they can work. I... I, I the entire thing here, though, is look at that. It's it's and it's not immediately like, hey, you know, we need workers of diverse ideas. It's immediately we need workers of the female variety only. I guess if you're a guy, you can shoo off. I guess you don't need to be in the economy. I guess you can just continue to bow out. So what a what a fantastic load of baloney this administration is. And by the way, they're so fucked, okay, the, the entirety of this bench is not doing well, okay, the, the Democratic bench is not great, guys, okay, Peanut Gig is done, he's done, I don't even care about pronouncing his name correctly, he's done, Kamala Harris is so bad that genuinely, a person wrote an article the other day, I don't remember what the, f where, uh, who, who like it was, but I know, there's some, like, official from one of the past, from the Bill Clinton administration, it's like, can we primary 
the president's vice, like a vice president, like that's how much they don't want Kamala Harris. Okay, you know Kamala Harris is bad when you're wanting her to be anywhere but the president of the United States. Like if you're the Democratic Party, you are hoping, you are praying that that Joe Biden doesn't die. Because if he does, you're so screwed. Like you're just screwed. It just doesn't even even matter. So and and what? No, come and then you have what AOC, who's only at like what like fifteen percent, I think is what it is. Bernie, same thing. Like he can appeal to some crowds, but there's also uh another just issue and that uh isn't really uh isn't uh, really surprising. I mean, seriously. And, I mean, we're 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 at a crossroads where you have another side that has so much that it could do right and so much appeal and so much things it could do right and yet it clutches the jaws of defeat every goddamn time because they're a bunch of failures. They're a bunch of fucking failures and losers. You have one side that could truly stand up and do a lot of good with the power they've been given, but they choose not to. And then you have fucking... You've then, you've then got another side of the aisle that, even though they, a lot of them are very much, you know... Like, they're, they're very, very, very much, you know differential on a lot of things, they all get in line and sort of vote, you know, <laughs> together and know how they need to. So, so, I mean, it, <laughs> we, we are truly, truly, truly living in the worst of times and the weirdest of times. So, yeah. And, I mean, I'm just looking through other things right now. I mean, you've got TikTok now responding to probably being fucking banned sometime soon. Which, can I give a round of fucking applause for that shit? Like, thank God. I mean, my Friday, the Friday ends of the show are going to be a little bit weird. But still, I mean, I guess VPNs exist for a reason. I, I mean, seriously, you got constant fires breaking out and... I, you, you just, you have to, you have to wonder, you have to wonder how we got here and just where we could possibly, possibly go next. And, and this administration doesn't, doesn't help itself out when it has moments like this during a black history event from the president. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> no, Joe, you, you most definitely are. You've never been the smartest tool in the show. I know where the power is. I know where the power You think I'm joking? I no one thinks you're joking. I learned a long time ago about the... And the other thing we should do is we should challenge these students. We should challenge students in these schools to have advanced placement programs in these schools. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. P wealthy kids. Black kids. Asian kids. 
by the way, that, that's, that's Biden from tw 2019, by the way, when he was running for, for president. Seriously, how the fuck did this guy get elected? Genuinely. I feel like everybody who, who was voting for this dumbass literally didn't know shit about, like, actually knowing even what he even was, what his platform or anything was. I swear to you, it, it was literally just, <laughs> and I kid you not, it was Orange Man Bad. And then everybody, is, is no one just looking at their wallet going, man, there's a lot less money in here now. Like, yeah, you ever, you ever look at that thing? You know, uh, it's crazy. I mean, just, just crazy. And by the way, the administration do doesn't get any better, you know. Um, so <laughs> literally, uh, Freaking Kirby said this the uh, yesterday <laughs> at the press briefing. This is great, yeah. John John Kirby, what what a great 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 person this guy is. Um, here here he is talking about why you know you know we we should do gain of function research to help prevent future uh, future disease, which sounds great in theory, but in actuality, uh, it it tends to cause a few things to go awry. So that, that's great. No consensus. Does the president believe, though, that the reward outweighs the risk when it comes to gain of function research? Does the reward outweigh the risk when it comes to gain of that type I of research? I got a history degree. You're going to have to say that again. Does the president believe that this type of gain of function research is proven? He believes that. Um, it's important to help prevent future pandemics, which means he understands that there has to be legitimate scientific research into the sources or potential sources of pandemics so that we understand it so that we can prevent them and we can prevent them from happening, obviously. Um, but he also believes, and, and, and this is why he wants the, the whole of government effort here to understand it, um, that that research has to be done, must be done, in a safe and secure manner, as and as transparent as possible to the rest of the world, so that so people know what's going on. So I think that's a fancy way of saying yes. A fancy way of saying yes, or yeah, no, you could just say yeah. We we think gain of research is gain of function research is pretty cool. We're thinking about changing the changing the rules. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's great. So, um, so the other day, a uh, another fellow, uh, fellow sort of pundit here on the uh, on the right, uh, uh called Czech Sosbaik. I don't fucking, I'm terrible with last names. Anyway, big big name online, uh, you know, does stuff out there. And so he made a uh, he made an AI or he put out a AI video that went a little viral and throughout the uh, uh, in which Joe Biden uh, basically announces the draft and a lot of people actually start thought this was real uh, and we'll we'll go ahead and play play that for you just because it, it's important to know or a little bit of it for you just so you can just understand that. That that this this is how just absolutely stupid people are to believe 
that this AI version of Joe Biden was even real, and you'll, you'll see why in a bit. The illegal Russian offensive has been swift, callous, and brutal. It's barbaric. Putin's illegal occupation of Kyiv and the impending Chinese blockade of Taiwan. See, <laughs> right there, uh, if you've been paying attention to this war at all, you would know Kyiv is not currently being occupied. ...has created a two-front national security crisis that requires more troops than the volunteer military can supply. I have received guidance from General Milley, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, that the recommended way forward will be to invoke the Selective Service Act, as is my authority as President. The first to be called in a sequence determined by national lottery will be men and women whose 20th birthday falls during calendar year 2023. Remember, you're not sending your sons and daughters to war. You're sending them to freedom. God bless our troops and God bless Ukraine. God bless. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you'll notice in that 44 seconds, that's the most coherent I've ever heard Biden speak in my entire life. And I've listened to a lot of Joe Biden, Joe Biden speaking. I mean, we literally just played you a clip earlier on this show of him literally speaking. Do you not hear, you can hear in not only the voice, but you can just hear. <laughs> and so, yes, when people found out it wasn't real, they they were freaking out still because a lot of people took it as real because genuinely they're like, oh no, I have to go to war now. Yeah, if you truly want to know how much people don't want, how much they actually, you know, once you tell them, it's like, yeah, Ukraine, but then immediately as it's, yeah, it's time to go fight, it's like, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm good, I'm, I'm good, I don't think so, I am, I'm good. It's like, but what, what do you mean, you gotta, you gotta go help, help Ukraine, well, I mean, I'll, I'll put the, the flag, but I, I'm not, I don't want to go over and get shot at, so, it, <laughs> there are very, very few people who are willing to go over and get shot, so... So of course, welcome to the to the world. <laughs> Another welcome to the world is truly capitalism at work. So Bernie Sanders has a new book. That's right, and he's doing a bit of a bit of a book tour, and he and he's selling uh, <laughs> he's selling tickets. That's right. The Democratic Socialist is um charging $95 for a ticket to his, get this, It's Okay to Be Angry About Capitalism book tour. <laughs> I wish I were joking, but that is genuinely what it's called. Now, of course, uh, that's because of the publisher, and it shows that the 8-stop tour, ooh, <laughs> has uh, one uh, Wednesday in Washington D.C. in which tickets cost between fifty-five and ninety-five dollars, and then I mean, at least you get a copy of the book. I'm sure that's a great read. So yes, what a what a great you know, ca capitalism at work, you know, ah, capitalism so evil, but at the same time, buy my book, <laughs> buy tickets to my tour, only ninety-five dollars. Literally, Bernie, you will never be president. You should honestly just bow out of the full-on just government as a whole. The Democratic Party will never let it happen. 
I mean, literally, they fucked you over twice now in 2016 and in 2020. And where did that even get you? Well, the head of the 16th 19 Project, a fucking world of lies, that is, Nicole Hannah-Jones, uh, basically attempted to lecture a, a little woman who escaped from the Mao communist regime about oppression. Because, you know, they don't know oppression. Like, <laughs> like Nicole Hannah-Jones knows oppression. <laughs> Which is hilarious to me. <laughs> Some, so, so this is from, it's from her own Twitter. Um, <laughs> God, dude. Someone asked me why is Black History Month specifically being targeted? I said it's because history has always been political by definition. Our very presence on these lands is the greatest tribute to the narrative of American exceptionalism. We give lie to the lie. Yourself and I, an immigrant from China with 200 borrowed uh, dollars in my pocket when I arrived more than 30 years ago, are proof of American exceptionalism. Yes, I mean, seriously. A person like her literally comes from a fucking, like, literally a survivor of Maoist fucking China. Okay, I'm pretty sure the fact that she's even alive from Maoist China is fucking crazy enough to me. But if, if you were truly, truly, truly wondering just... Who knows, you know, who knows better about oppression? Apparently it's Nicole Anna Jones. She, she knows significantly better. I mean, literally, she also put, Black history is the most inconvenient to American mythology in a country founded on ideals of liberty. We were enslaved. The greatest democracy in the world, not a democracy. Uh, let, let's see, not not a democracy, so we're already already wrong again. In the world, violently suppressed democracy. In the world, violently... What the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. Learn some fucking grammar. In the world, violently suppressed democracy amongst its black citizens for 100 years after the end of slavery. These truths are hard. She continued. Um, uh, you do realize that the very first person to own slaves in the United States was a black person, right? Okay. Putting that out there. Blacks were against someone and other blacks. I, I mean, literally the people who sold you were fellow blacks. So, uh, I mean, also, if you're trying to convey that the entire country was founded on when the first slaves were arrived, that's not how that works. If that were the case, then most countries wouldn't have been even fucking founded for a bit. For some. So, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, of course, uh, the actual immigrant did argue that natural rights is unique to, to American founding. Because of it, we were able to abolish slavery. Jim Crow, anti-Chinese laws, allow individuals to succeed. What is not unique to America is slavery, which still exists today. People fighting for human rights in China are jailed by the CCP. Of course, 
uh, Hannah fire, fired back, stating that not all people were granted natural rights when America was founded. Yeah, no shit. It's called we had to kind of have some cohesion in order to form a bit of a fucking nation. Nothing's gonna be fucking perfect. Nothing's gonna be perfect. <laughs> Ma'am, the idea of natural rights may have been unique, but one-fifth of the population was enslaved at our founding and had no natural rights. Yeah, but still, gonna bring it up again, most slaves weren't even here in North America. It was like less than even like, it was like less than even like 5% made it up here. Like the rest of them all went to South America and the East Indies. Or I should say into like the Caribbean actually would be better for most people nowadays. <laughs> Further, you do not think protesters in the U.S. face uh, state violence and arrest. You think the U.S. has no political prisoners? What? I'm afraid your vision of America does not match reality. <laughs> Mine is not a vision. Mine is lived experience. Aw, oh, shit. Hit him with the lived experience. Under the enslavement of communism, freedom, America, and the current woke revolution aiming to undo America. Ooh. Damn, that's 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 tough. I don't think you can come back from that one. Not uh Yeah, no, I <laughs> I think I think everything is going going great. So, yes. Well, as I've said, 2022 is, of course, or I should say 2024. Fuck, man, the world is going too, a little too fast for me, even. I mean, we're in fucking March already. Doesn't it feel like this year just started? I don't even feel like I'm used to saying 2023 yet. Like, you know at the beginning of the year when you are saying dates to people and you're like, 2023, and then you go, oh, sweet, no, 2020, instead of saying 2023, you say 2022. Like, that, that's where I feel like I'm at right now, still. So, but yes, 2024 is right around the corner. And yes, already in that we've not even released, he hasn't even announced he's going to run yet at all, but it's already developing. DDS, DeSantis Derangement Syndrome, is already developing. It's already developing. He hasn't even run for president yet, and he's already, already causing DDS. It's crazy. You know, we had TDS, now with DDS. <laughs> I mean, he, he's not even running yet, guys. Why, why are you so scared? It's just Florida. What are you guys? I mean, you guys already laughed about it anyway. And I mean, if you want to understand how bad TDS got, uh, then look no further than everybody that was trying to blame... The deregulation of the train industry, um, under the Trump administration, over um, over the cr over the train crash in Ohio, uh, yeah, nope, actually, <laughs> fucking Glenn Kessler, who is in no way a person who at all likes Trump, over at the Washington Post, it was their chief fact checker, by the way, says that the narrative is completely false. So, uh, yeah, no, you can't make uh make Trump the uh, main target of it yesterday of it because um reading through the uh, regulatory changes no nothing that trump changed would have 
uh, would have done anything to stop it. So, yes, that's right. TDS so bad that literally we gotta blame Trump for a train disaster that he didn't cause, even though he's not president anymore. Dog, President Trump could be literally in jail right now, and I kid you not, he would still be blamed for things that he would have nothing to do with. Just as a scapegoat for all of the dumb shit that these people do that they think they can get away with. And of course, the dumb shit doesn't end with trying to blame Trump for, you know, a train crash. We are now, I kid you not, thinking the UN is, uh, well, they're now going to try reflecting sunlight away from the Earth and back towards space. I kid you not, the whole dumb fucking meme of we're gonna build the goddamn giant, like, just blackout curtains for the world is literally becoming a real fucking thing. We're literally gonna build, like, a giant fucking mirror just to deflect all of the goddamn sun, basically. So we can, you know, avoid overshooting our degree marker that we wanted. <laughs> this has got to be the dumbest fucking thing I have ever heard. It's not even like this is a meme. This is from CNBC. We are literally thinking of, <laughs> of, of building a way to reflect sun away from the earth. Because that is where we're at. We're, we're we're so committed to the the to the religion of climate that we we've now got to since we're going to overshoot it we've got to point the sun's rays somewhere else so that we won't be so hot. So that's that's great. Th thank you, uh, useless nations. Thank thank you. What a what a great one that is. Well, Ben Ben and Jerry's is uh of course under a bit of bit of fire as uh now well they uh they they have got a bit of issues as uh yes they uh were using child labor to uh to uh make some of their ice cream. That's right. Hell yeah, you know you know supporting Israel is a bad, but using child labor that's pretty all right. It's I, I guess message Ben and Jerry is trying to send. You know, child labor, great. Israel, eh, no, not not so much. You know, those those, uh, you know, those guys, not great, not great. But you know, who doesn't love? You know, a little little, uh, you know, a bit of slave labor from eight year olds and Africa and. You know, in Madagascar, and in Indonesia, and all over, because who doesn't love? Just love, 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 love. So many great things. I mean, in 2021, a Ben & Jerry's franchise owner in Emerald Beach, South Carolina, was caught employing 12-year-olds, but, the, but you know, that, that's fine. Uh, let's see, a 14-year-old uh, uh, migrant boy had his hand crushed in an industrial milking machine on a dairy farm. Uh, so that's, that's good. So, yes, that's right, uh, of course. That's always, always great. You know, child labor, it's it's pretty cool, I guess. You know, child labor and slavery through these companies, I bet, is just great. And in other areas that are just, <laughs> just hilarious, to say the least, 
is Nike is begging Portland's mayor for police protection so that it can reopen its shuttered community store that's been, you know, has a bit of theft. And my response would be just give up, close the store down, and uh, just build a store in a better city. You know. Have you maybe thought about that? I mean, seriously, you know, I, I mean, like, genuinely, I, I would give up on some of these cities, especially of, like, Portland and Seattle, don't even, don't, don't even bother trying to get police support for them, literally just close down the store, build the, st build the store somewhere else, and... You'll probably be way better for it, and you'll thank me significantly later, okay? Like, wow, we didn't have to do that anymore? That's that's great. And, and of course, you know, speaking of just giving up in, in general, uh, you know, we're, we're at a point in the United States where uh, nearly about half, half of all murders now are being just not solved. Now, of course, that, that rate's dropped from 71%, uh, you know, homicide clearance rates, uh, which murders were solved, dropped from 71% in 1980 to an all-time low of approximately 50% in 2020. So, yeah, and that could be even lower now as uh, the uh, agency will not release the 2021 data until later this year. So, <laughs> that's great. So, if you're really hoping for some murders to be solved, well, you've got a another thing coming. As literally nearly 50% of all the people murdered here in the U.S., their killer will never either be A, brought into the light, or justice will either never be served. So, yeah, welcome to the uh, real world. I, I I I guess welcome to the to the modern world. Welcome to the modern. And finally, the best best news of the day, and for all people of Chicago, is Democrat Mayor Lori Lightfoot will officially lose. Her re-election campaign. That is right. She is gone. For uh, she is out of here. And by, by the way, um, uh, immediately uh, Lori Lightfoot then immediately blamed her re-election loss on racism and her gender, and everyone did this instead. <laughs> I, I mean, we just all laughed. We just laughed because that's that's uh, that's hilarious okay that uh, that is hilarious yes because i'm sure chicago uh, a place that i'm pretty sure is pretty democrat run is extremely racist mm mhm yeah uh checking check it does not compute uh, i'm i'm sorry uh, we'll we'll check back in uh, soon enough, but yes, no, I guess crime has gotten too bad for all of them, and they are now, now, uh, 
choosing somebody's. So, yes, Lori Lightfoot is gone for Chicagoans, and now we'll hopefully never have to hear from her ever again. But hey, hopefully you'll want to hear from me again, because I'll be back tomorrow with a, another episode of the show. And, of course, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe, follow button wherever you are listening, as well as follow over on Twitter and True Social. Subscribe to the Substack, as new stuff is on the way, I promise. I'm not gaslighting you. And, of course, remember, this world has many problems and many things that can be solved, but a majority will never solve them. Maybe you can be that change. Anyway, I'll see you guys tomorrow for the Thursday edition of the show.